You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to the Colton Collective Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dave A.C., and the Sixth Doctor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gotham Collective Podcast. Yes, it's been another month, although with 2020 going the way it is, you wouldn't know it. Uh... Yes, and um, um, just a, um, appearing at my door for his next mission, it's uh, double or nothing. It's uh, Dave Bond. Oh, oh Dave. Well, I didn't know you were going to do that, but I did prepare because of this from 11 years ago. Uh-oh. Things are coming back to haunt me. Recorded live. Who is Dave A.C.? V-Blogger, podcast host, Doctor Who fan, wine aficionado, and gadget guru, the man with the plan, the gentleman podcaster, catch him on Doctor Who Podshock, the CIA podcast, and his very own V-Blog at www.davac.lip.tv. He's suave. He's debonair. He's British. He is Dave. Dave A.C. You know, you know, you know what occurs to me, Dave? What? I'm I'm so glad you weren't doing big and fruity when I recorded that. (laughs) (laughs) He is big and fruity. (laughs) So yes, we we do we do laugh, but uh, yeah, we opened the show with kind of uh, yeah solemn solemn news, Um, but um, yeah. Well, I suppose only a plenty of Yeah, well, there is solemn news in. there, Ian. There is solemn news there. All those podcasts are now deceased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except this one. But, yeah, oh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so, uh, well, well, here's Dave and here's Ian. Uh, nobody else is with us. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's been some bad news this weekend. Uh, we found out that uh, Sean Connery has passed away at age 90. Um well, known in so many movies, uh, of course, James Bond. Uh, uh, oh, God. Hey, I've forgotten now. Uh, oh, you, do you want a reminder? Oh, uh, no, to I, well, reminder? I, there was what I was going for, and I couldn't remember the name of it. And it's uh, right, uh, 
Indiana Jones. Yes, played uh, uh, Henry Jones Sr. Uh, there was, of course, Hunt for Red October, Highlander. Um, there was just so many damn movies. So many damn movies and always the same accent. <laughs> that just reminds me, if ever we're in a radio play, hint, hint, Lee, Lee, if we're ever in a radio play, I'll mold it up. I'll play your dad. I'll be the James Bond. Uh, ja- no, I can't do a Scottish accent. I can't do an you're Irish accent. You'll be my father. You'll be my <laughs> father, then. <laughs> yeah, put the gin away. Put the whiskey away. All right, all right, all right. Put, put yes, so magazine, I mean, uh, put my magazines away. <laughs> anyway, back to the sad news. <laughs> so Connery, who was in the Bahamas uh, with many uh, of his family, will be best remembered for bringing uh, the first and arguably most iconic and well-loved portrayal of Ian Fleming's, <laughs> Fleming's super spy James Bond of the silver screen in seven movies. Becoming one of Hollywood's most recognizable stars, he successfully transcended typecasting with a series of often memorable characters that helped him successfully break away from Bond's shadow. And he won the Best Supporting Actor Oscar in 1987 for The Untouchables. Stemming from this, uh, uh, which... Stemming from this, in which uh, Irish character uh, Jim Malone spoke with an unwavering Scottish accent, Connery was often fondly mocked for never deviating from his hugely recognisable native bar. <laughs> Knighted in 2000, uh, Sir Sean's other movies include Hunt for October, Highlander, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where he played Harrison Ford's father despite only being 12 years older, and Michael Bay's The Rock, in which lots of things blew up. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry, we're talking about, yes. Uh, in which he uh, virtually invented the older action hero uh, trope made so successful by the likes of Liam Neeson. So, yeah, um, one of those things well, in the day of the, the, the older you get, the uh, the more people die. I mean, the older we all get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, indeed, yeah. And uh, just one uh, message to Lee. If I'm playing somebody's dad, can it be Kyle's dad after that poor audition that Ian just did? I assure you, I don't know what you're talking about. Let me Money play. Uh, let me play a a little clip of uh, a little short, a very short section of uh, uh, a BBC uh, audio link that they had. Bond. James Bond. I'll just go and put some clothes on. I don't go to any trouble on my account. Looking for shells? No, I'm just looking. A sudden success. Do you expect me to talk? Caught him by surprise. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. I had no um, awareness of uh, that scale of kind of reverence and pressure and what have you. And uh, I found it uh, a bit of a nightmare. It was bodybuilding in a Mr. Universe contest that helped lead to some early acting work, but it was far from overnight success. One of his first film roles was in a Disney musical. I love the ground she walks upon, my darling Irish girl. And while he made powerful films such as The Hill during his Bond years, I'm a regular soldier because I couldn't get a bloody job in City Street. He was glad to move on from 007. We've been all over India. We know her cities, her jungles, her jails, and her palaces. And we have decided that she isn't big enough. Such as we. But Bond cast a long shadow. 
The 80s, though, saw a revival of his box office power. He won an Oscar for The Untouchables. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. That's how you get Capone. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Indiana Jones, The Hunt for Red October. He was a true Hollywood star with a home in Spain, but always a Scot. Tell me, Miss Trench, do you play any other games? And while he proved I there mean, was life after Bond, it was the role that made him a star. My name is Pussy Galore. I must be dreaming. Oh, yeah. I think I can have a go at that. <coughs> no, no, I'm just looking. I can do that, though. <laughs> I, I, that's not what I thought of when you said I could have a go at that. <laughs> <laughs> Never say those yeah. words out to say. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, that news all around, but you can tell by this show. Well, you've got but to you celebrate the, somebody of his standing. I mean, 90, oh, I mean, right. you can't say, I mean, it is a sad event, um, sad. Uh, I mean, I've just heard uh, about a, a famous footballer in the UK, Bobby Charlton, Bob Charlton, who's 83, just been diagnosed with dementia. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an absolute icon and a legend. Uh, we may yeah. just, uh, after you've gone, I'll just talk a little bit about comedian in the UK called Bobby Ball, one of Cannon and Balls, and uh, passed away. But when you've, re- even, I think even I would sort of accept at 90 that my time you know, may have been well spent and, um, right. you know, uh, so we need to celebrate him. Um, I'm just going to mention very quickly a few of the films that I particularly like, but I'll start with mentioning the one I think Darth likes a lot, which is Marnie. I think it was Marnie. But my favourites are, not in necessarily the order he made them, are Highlander. That was the first Highlander one. The mm. Rock. The only Highlander movie, you mean? Yeah, the Highlander movie, yeah. <laughs> The Highlander movie. There were no other Highlander movies. You're mistaken. Well, 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 I, well I, I watched, of course, the Adrian Paul TV series oh, yeah. and the other films and that. But Highlander, the movie, the first one. The Rock. The Name of the Rose. Um, I thought that was an excellent film, that. Uh, the Untouchables, we mentioned. Um, uh, the Indiana Jones one. I think those are the ones that stood out for me. Not so keen on Red, Red October, but I think it was very claustrophobic and probably intentionally so. Um, right. But uh, can you pick a half dozen out or three or four? Yeah, I know you mentioned Indiana Jones already. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's basically those ones. It's James, all the James Bond movies, of course. Um, oh. I remember being in Ireland um, when Never Say Never came out. And that was the one that they did with, uh, I think it was with Sony Pictures. Yeah, it was a, re- um, a remake because they had the rights, the, didn't they? Yeah, the Thunderball uh, script or whatever. Um, and uh, so I remember seeing that in Ireland and at the time being completely unaware of of why there were... I mean, I knew of Sean Connery and then he passed it on to... And I didn't know that the mechanic, how the mechanics of the James Bond universe worked. I'm like, oh, you can just jump back and forward between Bonds now? What? <laughs> Because we had two James Bonds at one point, you know, we had that. Gotcha. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that was, it was kind of a plethora for a bit there. But uh, yeah, uh, all those main ones. I mean, there were some other ones too. There was, so there was one uh, chess movie. Ah, with Michael Caine, I think. Maybe. But yeah, um, 
it was it is it is funny when you look back at it and people people now are saying you know he didn't, you know never changed his accent and it's like i guess it didn't really bother me back then it was kind of explained away with kind of his dress and everything uh, like in highlander he was a spaniard but he had this broad scottish accent and i'm like but, well yeah uh, but they've lived for forever so he's probably just picked it up along the way he's good with accents i don't know but in those in those days of course you know if they paid a million dollars and that was a big lots of money in those days a million dollars for the star they wanted people to see the star on the screen uh, so they were like, got it either. So, you know, <laughs> French accent, yeah, yeah, the French accent and the Spaniard had a Scottish accent. It's like, we obviously didn't care about accents back in the 80s. Uh, he, he did Tarzan with a French accent, um, yeah, yeah. And of course, with James Bond, they, we had also the David Niven, uh, had two versions of Casino Royale. We had the David yeah. Niven one early on, uh, mm -hmm. and of course, uh, I think. Again, Darth's uh, favourite actor was the uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service with Lazenby, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but uh, Sean was my favourite Bond, I think. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think who mine is, to be honest. I I really had died, was waiting for... Um, uh, for... Uh, what's his name now? God, I've lost it. Not Timothy Dalton. Um, Daniel Craig? No. No. In between. Uh, oh. Um, I mean, just feel. Um, I haven't got the Bond uh, list of uh, movies up at the moment. What the heck yeah. is his name? Uh, the actor's name completely gone out of my head. Please send feedback to Colton Collective Podcast. On the back of a postcard. <laughs> oh, wait. Really? Um, um, right, after Timothy um, Dalton. So it was Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton... And the guy who played Remington Steele. Um. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, sorry. The suave one, yeah. Yeah, Colton yeah. gets old, folks. Colton gets really old. I, sh I should be searching for that one. I'll tell you what, I'll, have you got something that we can search with that? Because what I would say, say also is the fact that, um, um, you know, uh, there's there's an awful lot of things that change over time and, and obviously acted for five, six decades. I mean, there's all this now about, you know, um, if a part is an ethnic part, then there should be a person from the right ethnicity. But right. well, again, I think that could backfire because you could then find out, well, that means they can't play a, a person who's a Caucasian either. So it might, yeah. they actually might be more limited. Um, it, it, you know, it might be worth them allowing. Now, obviously right. we had some really bad ones in the past where, you know, you had, um, uh, like in the Ten Commandments, you had, uh, you know, Turkish or Arabs or Egyptians played by people that, you know, had had no chance of, uh, uh, oh, yeah. we, we had, you know, Scottish accents coming out in Ten, ten Commandments. But um, there you go. Have you found um, the Here's name Brosnan. yet? Ah, well, I knew it all the time. I was just testing you. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was I kind of grew up in that era where it was kind of everybody was, kind of fell in love with him on on uh on Remington Steel and and it yes. had long been said and James Bond hadn't done anything in a while and then it you know we got Dalton and then and I like Dalton I like the grittier kind of appeal at Dalton um yeah. and then but then we lost out and that's when the gap occurred and I just remember being in the theater when Goldeneye opened and just 
when the logo came up at the beginning of it, um, it was just fantastic, you know. Um, so he's he's mine, but you know they're all great, and there's a certain there's a certain uh, he's that particular Bond, you know, of that era, and and he represents that time of, you know. I mean, it's not all wonderful stuff that he did in those movies, but it's a movie of its time. But uh, right, yeah, he, and he, especially at the beginning when he comes out of the the the, the water and that uh, swimsuit. I mean, generally guys don't look that good coming out of a you know. I mean, yeah. what guy looks? Good? But yeah, I mean, who who couldn't go? Yeah, that's a. I want him saving my life. I don't care what sex you are. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he burst onto the scene with that, and that's. I yeah. mean, even when people say Bond, James Bond, they generally kind of slip into his Bond, Bond, James Bond. They don't do Roger Moore. No, you know, no, no, nobody says it the way Roger says it, or Timothy Dalton said it, or Pierce Brosnan, or anybody. Everybody says it the way he said it, and that's you know. Well, I mean, I guess the wonderful thing about him having passed is he'll never really be gone because, like I said, you know, he's become this, that character and him are tied forever. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of, I mean, I was just looking as well, of course, uh, uh, his son, Jason, Jason Connery, who's that too, is Robin, did he play Robin Hood? Yeah, uh, sure. he took over from um, from the the original guy. Kind of did a My, regeneration. Thing. Michael Prade was it? Yeah. Mm. Right, and he was also in Doctor Who. Yes, indeed, Vengeance on Varus. I think one of your favourites. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Terry uh, tied to a bed and turning into a bird, and back. Right. But uh, just, I mean, we're, we're, it's not me. I mean, I'm an absolutely uh, great fan of Sean Connery. I mean, there's lots of others. I think there's another one called The Extraordinary League of Gentlemen he was in. Uh, as it happens, the, his uh, wiki page has got so much about him and his, you know, he was very supportive of the Scottish SNP and other things and what have you. That um, uh, I think the list of the movies is in is on a, a separate page. But, um, you know, there's an awful lot of films. I mean, I thought it was great in things like, as I mentioned, uh, The Rock and um, the name. Even, well, the name of The Rose's accent was a bit funny on that. But but he he played it, uh, I thought, extremely well. Um, well and I mean, it was a fine mystery. Well, that's the thing about him. It's like people will complain about it. But look, the man kept getting acting roles for a reason because it didn't really matter what his accent was to people. It really didn't. We uh, liked the way his voice sounds, the way he speaks it. And it's there's a forgiveness level, I think, when people start, you know, following certain actors. Like, for a while there, Will Smith could be anything, which for, mm. not to dip into the political or social stuff, but for a black man, that's a, a, a kind of a cool thing in America for you know, to assume that kind of mantle and to be in all of these things. And he was essentially, um, I mean, he's a wonderful actor in his own right, but in all the action flicks, he's pretty much Will Smith. He's the smart aleck, you know, guy. Mm. And, and, but 
it doesn't matter because that's what you're paying to see and that's what you were paying to see for a lot of the action flicks that we remember him for and it didn't really matter whether he just sounded like sean connery you know when i think about you i touch my shelf i'm touching my shelf right now it's a shelf here oh next to my mantelpiece <laughs> it's a bit you know. wooden that shelf uh, uh, just very quickly, because um, uh, I know you're limited with time. Just uh, for those people who want to commemorate and, and perhaps catch a Bond film, just to remind mm. you, the seven films he was in was Doctor No, 1962, From Russia With Love, my absolute favourite Bond film of the lot from 1963, Goldfinger, which uh, was in 1964, which I, I didn't ha as highly rate when it first came out. That's the one with Audrey Goldfinger. Uh, you know, well, obviously Goldfinger, but that yeah. actually became an odd job. I mean, that became a really big fan favourite. Uh, that was in 64. Thunderball in 65. You Only Live Twice in 67. Diamonds Are Forever, 71. And Never Say Never Again in 1983. Which, to be fair, it was a little bit long in the tooth. That, but having said that, he was probably about the same age as some of the stunts that Tom Cruise is doing now. The way he's jumping on aeroplanes okay. as they take off. You know, oh. so, um, so very, well, when, let, let, did we say when he was born? Because we, um, well, he's 90. No, I so think I stopped reading there because I was basically stealing somebody else's article. <laughs> yeah, well, um, uh, well, I know what I did. It's because I clipped onto the uh, Jason Connery page. That's why. Here ah. we go. Uh, yeah, he was born in 1930. So um, in that um film there that bomb one what would he be then he'd be oh he wouldn't be that old 53 would he well i think um tom cruise is about that sort of age if not older but anyway um yeah uh, 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 a very very sad thing i mean um if we can use bad language very slightly uh 2020 is a bitch really because uh, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah you know not much good news around so no. But hopefully, uh, uh, brighter things are on the horizon. Halloween's over, so, you know. Yeah, there's one little more piece of news in the news I want to just cover. Uh, I just mentioned it, if you need to go, then say so. But um, you're yeah. a big fan of uh, British comedy, I know. Uh, Bobby Ball, uh, Cannon and Ball. I missed Cannon and Ball because I was kind of on board with stuff up to, you know, they get back because. To be honest, you, you kind of go through phases of comedians in the UK. And, yeah, I was kind of on board up until, like, Hale and Pace and, and that. Oh. And then um, after that kind of went away and the young ones died down, I, I kind of didn't really follow British comedy, but I was aware of them by name, but I don't really know. So I don't know if I should now duck out okay. for you dive into Fine. that uh, so i'll leave you here on your own hopefully hopefully somebody will show up um i'll send a flare up or something <laughs> no 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 well uh, I, I will just, i will keep it brief i won't bore people with my voice but um uh, that was the, actually um that was the the major thrust i'm going to mention some of the streaming services i'm watching and so on but um, um let's just, uh, let, I, just before I, leave, I, I i just got done catching up on um uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh good. So, and I think they just went back into the studio for um, to start the recording more. So, 
The uh, seventh yeah. series. The seventh series will be the last. I think it is okay. It's probably about time, but I do love the fun that they're having on that oh, show. Oh, hang on. No, you said Legends of Morrow. I'm mixing it up with the um, the the Agents of Shield, which is just announced ah, there, yes. finishing the seventh. Yeah. But yes, uh, and of course we have a Dot Two star in that, don't we? Well, not anymore. Oh, spoilers! I think he. I don't know. I don't know if he's still there, but well, that's the thing. You never know with that show who's going to be because it deals with time travel. So you never know. Well, that's but true. The last, last part I see, he, th that person wasn't there, but it doesn't mean they're not going to be there next one. So perhaps he All went right. to broad, perhaps he went to uh, broad church for his holidays. And yeah, exactly. And got a, got a part-time job. <laughs> okay. And, um, uh, talk to you next week. Uh, we'll be back right. on the 6th of December, hopefully. We'll see. Yep. Okay. See you all later. Well, Ed, but he'll, he's he's staying. You have to keep listening to him. Bye. <laughs> Cheers. And just to give us our transition uh, over from that news, I'll just play that little clip again about um, uh, James Bond here. Bond. James Bond. I'll just go and put some clothes on. I don't go to any trouble. On my account. Looking for shells? No, I'm just looking. The sudden success. Do you expect me to talk? Caught him by surprise. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. I had no um, awareness of uh, that scale of kind of reverence and pressure and what have you. And uh, I found it uh, a bit of a nightmare. It was bodybuilding in a Mr. Universe contest that helped lead to some early acting work, but it was far from overnight success. One of his first film roles was in a Disney musical. I love the ground she walks upon, my darling Irish girl. And while he made powerful films such as The Hill during his Bond years, I'm a regular soldier because I couldn't get a bloody job in Civic Street. He was glad to move on from 007. We've been all over India. We know her cities, her jungles, her jails and her palaces. And we have decided that she isn't big enough for such as we. But Bond cast a long shadow. The 80s, though, saw a revival of his box office power. He won an Oscar for The Untouchables. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. That's how you get Capone. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Indiana Jones, The Hunt for Red October. He was a true Hollywood <laughs> star with a home in Spain, but always a Scot. Tell me, Miss Trench, do you play any other games? And while he proved I there mean, was life after Bond, it was the role that made him a star. My name is Pussy Galore. I must be dreaming. And just before we move off, this and just carry on a little bit about uh, Bobby Ball. Um, one of the pages, apart from the wiki page we looked at in the BBC News, is uh, one of the forums I go to for technology news, which is um, avforums.com. Uh, but as well as doing about hardware and TVs and audio systems and so on, these are very, very active forums there. And they obviously talk about um, uh, what you might call the software, uh, which may be music, um, uh, radio, uh, uh, streaming, and so on. Uh, and they've got a, a, a very full um, uh, obituary uh, 
mention a, a little bit of uh, which uh, Ian just uh, mentioned before. And I've just been reading uh, down that page. Um, it's a long URL, but I'll, I'll just take the time to read it out. And there are lots of dashes between each word. So it's avforums.com forward slash news forward slash Sean dash Connery dash James dash Bond dash dash icon dash dies dash age dash 90 dot one eight one three nine oh that's a snappy title isn't it anyway um reading through that it reminded me of there was some of the other films that i liked and one of the films and i can't believe that i forgot to mention it was hell drivers a fantastic film uh, that i've talked about on the cotton collective uh, facebook page that we have um and i've talked about it here because in that film hell drivers you have not only him who went on to be James Bond, but you have the actor who was Danger Man, and you also had William Hartnell, uh, Doctor Who. And uh, there was uh, uh, was Herbert Lom, Sid James was in it, Um, um, the man from UNCA was in it. Um, Oh, I I wasn't thinking about this, I haven't got the list in front of me. But if you ever fancy an old black and white film, it's called Hell Drivers, and it's not spoilish, but the, the setup is this, that um, um, Stanley Baker, who's actually the main lead, uh, is out of prison, and he gets this job driving a, a truck. And what it is, it's uh, they drive the truck to gravel pits, and then, so they go from where the, the, the trucks are based to a gravel pit, fill it up, and then take it to a big building site where a big estate has been built. You know, in history, when they used to build houses in the UK, um, and then back, so it was like a triangle later on, and uh, they had a, a, a sort of competition that was set to um, to do as many runs to try and get 16 or 17 or 18, 19 runs. And of course, they took absolute risks, uh, you know, going around blind corners of everything. But it turns out there's more to the story than that, um, and um, uh, the the main character uh, uh, gets a bit of aggro from some of the other lead characters, and um, William Hartnell plays a bit of a nasty guy in it. Uh, so really do check out Hell Divers. Um, but um, uh, most of the ones that we've already mentioned are on that page, and there are nearly a hundred uh, discussion follow up uh, conversations on that. So obviously the people on the the AV forum site are committed uh, Sean Connery fans. So we uh, salute the guy and we, um, sad though it is, a a life lived full to the age of 90. And uh, uh, we, as Ian said, we will be blessed by the fact that um, all his work is there for us to to, uh, enjoy and see, hopefully for many more years to come. And then just briefly, because it may be more of interest to the people in the UK that listen to the Colton Collective than elsewhere, Bobby Ball is um, a two-part. If you think of, um, uh, well, there's been a lot of uh, double acts. Uh, The two Ronnies are probably the standout ones that have gone international in the UK. But um, Cannon and Ball, um, uh, they they used to joke because they went on Michael Parkinson's uh, interview programme, I think, and uh, they were, you know, and they were asked something like, "So, overnight success? You start your show?" And they had in those days, there were only a few channels, so they get audiences of eight to ten million. 
And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 17 years of doing working men's club, doing eight shows a week. Yeah, yeah, overnight success we were. Uh, they, so they they put the work in. They learnt their craft. They learnt how to deal with the rumbustious organs, audiences, uh, salt of the earth, of course. But going around these clubs, um, they, they, um, but um, he himself, Bobby Ball, was born in Oldham, which is not far from me. I used to teach in uh, uh, Charlton, which is on the edge of uh, Oldham. Um, he was born in on the 28th of January 1944, and he met his comedy partner Cannon while working in a factory as a welder. So they very much like Sean Connery, who came from a very, you know, working uh, class background. Um, so, uh, so they did a few sitcoms, and then they were were rewarded with their own show. So um, that uh, sadly uh, it, and. I think, I think it was, oh, uh, died age 76. Uh, the actress starred in several sitcoms as well, including Not Going Out, Last of the Summer Wine and Bending Dome, and died aged 76 in Blackpool this Thursday. So uh, all that news has been sad news. Now, I haven't played The Colony of Silence, and um, I didn't really play the typing monkey for that. And... I haven't really got any other news. I looked at the BBC News, uh, not the BBC News, the .whonews.net site, and although there is some uh, information there about um, audio stories, uh, those stories have been up for uh, a week or 10 days, so um, uh, there's not anything new. Although I did uh, listen on Discussing Who, and they were talking about, um, it looks like we're going to have a holiday season Doctor Who special come up. Uh, it's not clear whether it's going to be a Christmas Day episode or a New Day episode, but thanks, guys, for mentioning that on your latest uh, episode of Discussing Who, which, of course, is on uh, iTunes and lots of other uh, sites. So um, uh, really great to uh, listen to those guys. So that is where, for the moment, I think we'll draw a line under that. Now, there's uh, some things that I was going to talk about, but because they're just on me and myself, I'm going to skip over a couple of them because we have mentioned them a little bit in the past. Um, I was going to mention uh, uh, a little bit more about um, uh, what's happening on the different um, streaming services. And one of the ones that is coming um, on Netflix, and it's coming the 6th of November. I'll mention a little bit about it because it's not a, a new release. I think Ian talked about having watched it. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, an animation. So let me just play a little uh, clip of uh, that, if I can just uh, find it. I'm sure I've got it there. Here we go. What makes you different is what makes you Spider-Man. My name is Peter Parker. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. I saved the city, fell in love, then I saved the city again and again and again. Look, I'm a comic book, a serial, I did a Christmas album, and a so-so popsicle. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. Spider-Man swings in once a day, zip zaps off in his little mask and answers to no one. I love you, Miles. Yeah, I know that. You gotta say I love you back. Dad, are you serious? I, I want to hear it. Look at this place. Dad, I love you. <laughs> Dad, I love you. That's a copy. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
My name is Miles Morales. I'm the one and only Spider-Man. At least that's what I thought. You ever hear of the Super Collider? You're gonna love this. Dimension opening now. You're like me. That's impossible. All right, kid, listen up. This fry is your universe. Soggy, it's weird, it's gross. And this delicious normal fry is my universe. So you want to learn to be Spider-Man. Can you teach me? Yes, I can. Time to swing. Ah, Good, doing you're doing it. it. Double tap to release and whip it out again. Okay. Whip and release. You're a natural. Whip. Hey, guys. Who are you? I'm Gwen Stacy. I'm from another, another dimension. How many more spider people are there? Hey, fellas. Hello. This could literally not get any weirder. It can get weirder. Okay. We need to get back to our universes soon. Brooklyn is going to collapse. My family lives in Brooklyn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Miles, what's wrong? This was never your city. It's mine. If I don't destroy the collider, none of us will have a home to go home to. Remember, what makes you different, let's go, is what makes you Spider-Man. Officer, I love you. <laughs> Wait, what? That way, that way. Other way, other way, other way, other way. Do animals talk in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak them out. And that, would you believe, is a trailer. So um, I played that on the assumption that they want that uh, trailer to get out and heard, encourage people to go and watch it, uh, which is why I can play it a little bit longer. But, um, yeah, animated, of course. Um, and as I say, this was uh, going to be shown on Netflix from the 6th of November. In a parallel New York City, the young Miles Morales, is it, is the aspiring new Spider-Man after his world's Peter Parker is... Uh, K-I-A. Anyway, uh, now it's up to the inexperienced Miles to save the multiverse and when fellow spider heroes arrive in his world following Kingpin's meddling with alternate dimensions. So um, that sounds really uh, exciting. um, And uh, I think I've even heard some people say it's, you know, it's uh, an excellent, excellent but now available will be available on streaming and i'm assuming that's part with netflix because it all tends to be you know in the cost i mean uh, i don't with you have to be aware with some of these different streaming services that um uh, you actually have to pay i think with uh, disney with mulan came out there was something like a 30 dollar fee or something uh, to to watch that so uh, but i think netflix is one of the streaming services where whatever is on it you can watch um but i know that that's not the case with all the others um i'm just going to um, mention these in no particular order but um also coming here and, and i think this might be in the uk because it's coming on to sky and now tv is um a reworking i'm assuming bloom house's uh, fantasy island fantasy island uh and this is a film and i'm gonna put the wikipedia link in the chat client because if you're listening to this 
episode elsewhere than torture itself you won't see these links but um i'm sure if you put it in wiki you'll find it pretty quick it's fantasy island film so let me just play that clip and i'll put that link in for those that come into the torture site uh, on a future date i hope you're ready there is an elevator in the elevator you press the button to the floor with no name. Behind those doors is a life you always dreamt of. The plane, the pier. This weekend, you will be our guests. Here, anything and everything is possible. No service. It's not everything is possible. Good evening. I'm Mr. Rurik. Let me officially welcome you to Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island! I'm curious how this all works. What if your fantasy involves a person from your life? Holograms, like Tupac. What if it's somebody who died? Tupac. So, what's your fantasy? Revenge on a childhood bully. Your life is about to change. I hope you're ready. That is a really good hologram. There is only one fantasy per guest. And you must see your fantasy through. It brought her back to life. No matter what. Oh my god. That's really her. Work. This is not what I meant. What the hell is this place? People die here. The island's twisting what we asked for. We weren't brought here to have our own fantasies. I want it. I got it. I want it. We were brought here to be a part of something else. I got it. I want it. I got it. I'm your friend. I've always wanted to hear you say that. Well, um, I don't know whether they reveal too much in these things, but of course you're just listening to the audio then, so you're not seeing the visuals, so it's not perhaps explaining as much uh, and therefore not giving so much away just on audio. Um, I, I will put, uh, I've already put the link in the Fantasy Island wiki, um, but it was um, 2020 American supernatural horror film, it's classed as, um, so I don't know whether there'll be uh, much of the comedy element that may have been on the TV fantasy island, if you think of it in those terms. Uh, 109 minutes long. Uh, the release date was actually uh, February the 14th, but now it's coming to uh, streaming here, of course. Now, I've got three more. Th well, I haven't got three more things. That I had three more things prepared, but with just me on the room, I think it would be not doing a good service to talk about um, how Star Trek Discovery is progressing. Now we've had a couple of episodes. Um, um, that's Series 3, of course, of um, 
uh, starting to discover. Other to say, I'm really enjoying it. Um, the only thing you perhaps have known about it is they've moved into the future, uh, and the very first episode was very much focusing on the Burnham character herself. Um, and then, the, well, I won't say what the second episode did, but it was. Um, I don't really want to talk about it. it. Would just be it does not do the show that much service. I would rather hold that over, and and hopefully. Uh, and I'll mention why I think we can do it a little bit more next uh, month. And of course, there will have been a few more episodes out by that. So uh, if you're interested in Star Trek Discovery, we'll try and talk about that in our December episode. And also uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 has just opened. Now, again, um, I'll just say a couple of things that I noticed about it. First of all, um, I really did enjoy it. Secondly, it looks as though they've upped the quality and standard even more in terms of they've gone uh, wider screen and there's actually a change of aspect about 40, 40 minutes in. And there is another thing to tell you. It seems to be a double episode because I think it's 54 minutes long. Certainly is with the little recap at the beginning. Uh, so it looks absolutely stupendous. The if you if you're the, one of the people that reads the the sort of titles and credits, they clear up a little bit more about the actor, uh, the acting, and um, the other thing to say about this is that um, the storyline is actually to say it's a double episode is a rather light story, um, but it has. Uh, let me see what can I say. It's obviously got a Western eyes theme as the whole Mandalorian has. It's got a hint of tremors. You watch that horror, but it's also had to me um, a hint of a Doctor Who episode called Thin Ice. That's where the Frost Fair, they're in London at the Frost Fair, because there's a scene in it that reminded me very clearly of that, although in a completely different and arid environment. But nonetheless, I got what I would consider a, a, a Doctor Who vibe in the episode. So, highly recommended do enjoy um and that is back uh, with really beautiful style beautiful writing more of a simplistic story one has to imagine um, but uh, maybe you know that's not a bad thing in of itself so those are the two i'm going to hold back in advance when there's more people to talk about it people who've got more eloquent ways of describing what they're seeing and uh, and maybe know more about the background and history all i'm going to mention now is one more program that um well i don't really know it at all but um it's rumored that the actual date it's not gonna, it's going to be um come out is not fixed but it could be uh, around now and this is going to be um uh, it's a Marvel original series, and it's called WandaVision. I think we mentioned it before. And so unless uh, somebody joins me during the course of this clip, we might be ending fairly soon after this. So uh, I'll play this, and we'll have uh, a couple of facts about it. Heavenly shades of night are falling. It's twilight time. Wanda and Vision... Aren't we a fine pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Oh, this is going to be a gas. Where did you two move from? How long have you been married? And why don't you have children yet? Our story. I think what my wife means to say is that we moved from... Moved from where? Married when? 
damn it, why? Oh, Arthur, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Deep in the dark, your kiss will thrill you. This is really happening. Like days of old, lighting the spark of love that fills me. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. We are an unusual couple, you know. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. And that has uh, Elizabeth Olsen, one of the uh, Olsen twins, uh, Paul Bettany, uh, and uh, a number of other actors, of course, in that. And that is um, uh, based on The Scarlet Witch by Stanley and Jack Kirby and Vision, uh, uh, Roy Thomas, Stanley and John Bulsima, is it? Apologies for those pronunciations there. So I put a link into the wiki page for WandaVision. I'm not quite sure. It's sort of uh, a little bit like uh, the Lucy Shaw on Acid. Uh, that's about as near as I can uh, come. And, of course, uh, Vision is uh, uh, was born in the X-Men universe. Um, I think that's the best thing Um uh, from uh, Avengers Infinity War. I think that's the best place to get the reference for for his character. And, of course, they're both based in comics. Well, we're coming up to very nearly the one, well, not the one-hour mark, the 50-minute mark. Uh, uh, Ian and myself had a little chat before. What I'm going to do now is, uh, again, unless somebody pops in right at the, uh, the final moments, um, to say that that's the end of today's episode 373, Cultum November 2020 meetup, though not many of us met up, but nevertheless, um, we, we're here to uh, give you some content. So we will be back on in December, which will be Sunday, the December the 6th, 2020, and we'll try and mention a little bit more about Star Trek Discovery and... Um, uh, the Mandalorian and, and other things that have happened in the meantime. But we may well start half an hour earlier so that Ian can have a little bit longer in the room. So we may be starting at 1.30 Eastern, uh, st- now Eastern Standard Time. So um, just make a note of that. I'm going to end with no one else in the room. So thanks ever so much for listening. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.